Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yes, good morning everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling and as Andrew Brown pointed out, there's no harness racing today at Globe Derby purely and simply through a lack of nominations and it's always this time of the year where we do struggle a little bit to get noms to make a, a full program here in South Australia around the uh, September-October time. Um, so obviously we, we won't be interviewing anyone to drive or train winners today, but I thought I'd catch up with another AB. We had Andrew Brown, now we've got Aaron Bain, who's our special guest, because there's something really big that's starting to brew in the background here in South Australia, and in case people are not aware, Aaron will be able to help us out and talk, talk all about it, and that's the Gawler Carnival of Cups, and this is starting to really build into something special. I know he's really excited about it, so I thought I'd get him on. Aaron, welcome back to Mobile Rolling, and how are you going, more importantly? Yeah, thanks, Jim. Thanks for having us on. So, uh, yeah, always a pleasure to come on and have a chat to you. All right, before we talk about the Carnival Cups, we'll keep your trainers hat on at the moment. And congratulations on Brantley winning at Geelong a couple of Saturdays ago. That would have been a big thrill for the team. Yeah, I was shaking for a couple of hours after. It was a bit of a uh, bit of a shock. Probably still pinching myself that he was able to get over the Metropolitan Grade and um, uh, things went his way. He got the run he loves, three back the fence, and he's uh, he's got a super turn of foot as... As you well know, Jim, and he, um, you know, the run came and he took it. His uh, last 200 metres would have been a scary furlong. So, uh, you know, he's he's done exceptionally well for us uh, in his time coming here. He was a little bit unlucky on Saturday night, just didn't get the right track into the race. But I think he's still going to have a very strong campaign um, in Victoria for the next sort of six to seven weeks, you know, six to eight weeks. Yeah, so you'll leave him over there for that time, Aaron? Yeah, well, there's sort of 20 grand races for him every uh, Saturday night. And, you know, obviously... Um, I've just got him stable at Alex's place on the same work plan that he was doing here. And um, I probably looked at it. He could race Van Mara for seven thousand dollars here and probably run second and third every week, or race uh, race for twenty thousand every Saturday night over there in his own grade. And um, you know, as we've seen two starts ago, he's going to be certainly very competitive. And um, he just needs that uh, that last crack at him over the two or three hundred metres, and he's um, he's going to be riding it every week. Yeah, look, and congratulations to you on what you've done with him. I think he's won about nine races since he's joined your stable. It might be ten, I don't know, I've lost count. Yeah. But he, he's, he really is one of the horses that's probably got a fastest two or three hundred metre sprint that we've got going around here in SA. Yeah, Wayne Hill sort of, he said it's the fastest horse he's driven here, you know, and that's sort of, he's driven a number of horses. And even Alex, after that win at um, Geelong two weeks ago, he just said he's, he's turned a thought, like he can go from, Nought to 100 in, in car terms, you know, in, in three strides, that sort of... Um, but when the... Uh, similar to a car, when the NOS tank's empty, it, uh, it hits a wall. It, it bottoms out quickly, <laughs> but it, it goes very fast for 200. But when, the, when it hits low, the, the motor cuts out. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I understand. But you've just got to drive him accordingly, and, and he... And, he, um, and we, we've learnt to do that, you know, so... Um, Alex, yeah. um, he probably admitted a little bit of fault on Saturday night. He, he said he just got the shits a little bit in the run. No one was coming out in front of him, so he, he hit the NOS button at the 600 and it was gone at the 400. But <laughs> he, uh, it, that, yeah. that's, uh, that's the break we took. So. Yeah. Hey, um, the Gawler Carnival of Cups, it, it's really starting to build momentum here. And this is something that you spoke to me about a couple of years ago where you come up with an idea where you thought, you know, we, we can do something special here at Gawler. And now looks like it's going into fruition so just run us through what the Gawler Carnival Cups is all about. 
Yeah, so the Gawler Carnival Cups has sort of been um, you know, pioneered through the three uh, racing codes in Gawler. Uh, obviously, the Gawler Thoroughbreds, Greyhounds and Harness. So all three clubs work very closely together and, and led by three three men that sort of all get along very well and, um, you know, the, the tracks are sort of within five kilometres of each other in Gawler. Um, it's a... We saw, well, you know, we hasn't been done before to bring um, a, a sort of a carnival together, similar to the life of Warrnambool with the thoroughbreds, and, you know, they do similar interstate as well, but nothing where all three codes can have their cup in the one week. Um, and, you know, the, the plan's coming together. There's uh, COVID put a stop to it last year. We keep our fingers crossed that it won't this year with all the festivities and events we've got lined up. Uh, it kicks off on the 15th of October with a garden all the Carnival Cups gala dinner, which uh, we're very much looking forward to, and that goes over a period of 10 days, accumulating the following Sunday night um, back at the Greyhounds at Nixon's Function Centre with the Gawler Greyhound Cup. But, you know, there's plenty of events planned for the week, especially in year one. Uh, we've got, you know, the Calcutta, which is an annual event every year, but we're sort of going to look to grow on that. The uh, Lawn Bowls Tri-Code Night, so on the Wednesday night will be a bit of fun. Uh, we'll have to get you and a team there, Jimmy, for, for a bit of a laugh. Um, but it's sort of about bringing yeah. the community and the business together. Obviously, year one will be a, a start, and there's, a, there's certainly a lot of work to be done yet, but we can really see this growing over the next sort of three to five years to become uh, Gawler's premier event and a, and a major attraction on the calendar. Yeah, and, and um, look, it's, it's got its own website as well, so people, if they want to investigate, they can check on the website... Yeah, certainly. So www.gcoc.com.au or Carnival Cup, Gawler Carnival Cups, either one works. Um, we've been very lucky and it was probably a little bit taken back by the support, uh, firstly, of Arms Group. Uh, they come on board as our major partners, a big employer in the town of Gawler um, and a great community supporter. So they come on board as our major partner. And then um, through line of approach, I spoke to um, Courtney Thompson at TAB and then she put me in the right channel since she's since moved and TAB have actually agreed to come on board over a three year, on a three-year deal as the naming rights partner. So as soon as they come on board, it sort of took the carnival to a new level overnight. And um, to have their backing and support, well, you know, they can obviously see the opportunity in this event. So, um, you know, there's, there's, plenty, there's plenty to do year on year. And, you know, next year we'll be looking to do, you know, get more of the brosser involved with winery tours and McAvoy Mitchell, Cornerstone starts, uh, even school participation through Jim Carnivals and the like. So... Um, year one's a starting point, but there's some big, big, big plans in place for years two and three. Yeah, I've got the program of events in front of me from the website, and it shows, as you mentioned, Friday the 15th of October, you get a chance to join everyone with the Gawler Carnival of Cups Gala Dinner. Uh, it's it's $100 per ticket, which includes a three-course dinner and drinks, uh, and there is a dress code of jacket and tie. So tell us a little bit about what you expect to happen on the night there. Yeah, so we're, trying, we're uh, teeing up some interviews, but it, it basically kicks off um, the, the and sets the tone for the 10 days ahead in Gawler uh, and launches what will be. This Sunday night, we've actually got a, a small thank you to the sponsors as well. We're, we're about to release a, um, a gearing up promo video for the Gawler Carnival Cups, which will sort of set the tone for the next four weeks uh, from this Sunday night. Obviously, um, this was launched three months ago and a year you lose a little bit of momentum, so we're just sort of now gearing back up to it, and that's when it really kicks off on the 15th of the gala dinner. Uh, we've got Bar and Vorster lined up uh, to uh, come and talk. Uh, hopefully, um, we've been able to uh, secure your services, Jim, for the uh, MCing role, so you'll, you'll make it all that little bit uh, more exciting. We, we look forward to that. Um, and then we're also possibly... Uh, Ray Fewings will join us from the Greyhound side to talk about his uh, journey in, in, in the sport, and um, Danny Hill, hopefully... Um, 
once uh, we're able to sort of finalise her, uh, co- you know, commitment to the event and come along, that uh, she'll be there to speak. So we're trying to get across, a you know, across all three codes for year one. Uh, Bar and Horster's story will be really good, sort of, from the journey from South Africa to the Barossa Valley. Uh, for the people in the room to hear that, it's quite an interesting story and certainly one I'm looking forward to myself. Yeah. So that's Friday the 15th of October. Um, so where do people get tickets for that if they want to come along? You're not sold yeah, so out at this stage? They'll be out in the next uh, day or two online, so straight through the web. Keep an eye on the website this week and you can book online through there. It's an event, right? Um, just go on. You'll be able to pay for the tickets online. Um, with all the sponsors and, um, you know, the... Uh, the, the committees of the clubs and that. I think there'll be, you know, only sort of 60 to 70 tickets available to sell, so they'll pretty, they'll go pretty fast, I expect. Um, so yeah, jump online, keep an eye on that on the next sort of over the next couple of days, and uh, they'll be up and available to purchase. The other way to get involved in the whole carnival, we've got uh, still available some GCOC memberships, so they're only a hundred dollars also, um, and what you get access to three. Um, each of the three cup days an exclusive uh, hospitality marquee so uh, if you're able to if you sign up for those um, memberships before the end of this month you'll go in the draw to win two tickets to the uh, GCOC gala dinner on the Friday night as well so that's probably the best way to experience it um, the GCOC straight up and up front in a uh, hospitality marquee over the three events yeah, and uh, I noticed that the, the tickets are transferable, so if you can't make it to one meeting, you can pass it on to your mates and they can, they can take your spot. Yeah, correct. So whether it be between family and friends or uh, also, you know, businesses. You know, businesses might want to buy half a dozen tickets and sort of share them around through the events. You, know, you don't expect everyone to get to all three events or the cup days. So, you know, we thought, well, if people are going to get to two or three, they still need the value in purchasing that ticket for the third one and they can share it with family and friends or colleagues so um you know that's we've tried to be as as easy as possible to deal with and make it as interactive as possible for everyone as well yeah all right so you get your gcoc membership a hundred dollars so that gives you all those bonuses and plus you then get a chance to win tickets to go to the gala dinner as well so you might be able to get a couple of people to come with you as well for the gala dinner which will be on friday the 15th of october and then we start the racing on the sunday the 17th of october where the gaula harness racing club have their platinum cup yeah so new platinum new uh, cup concept this year with the platinum pacing cup unfortunately um the they weren't able to get the gold, Gawler Gold Cup move with where it's scheduled in the program for next year. Um, but it is the Gawler Platinum Pacing Cup. So um, that basically kicks off the week or the, you know, the, the week of the racing um, on the Sunday. So that'll be a good cup day. And then it sort of rolls into the Monday to the Greyhounds uh, heats, um, the, thoroughbred, um, the Thoroughbred Gold Cup, which is always uh, very well, um, you know, it's a, it's a major attraction in Gawler. Um, it's on the Friday, so they expect a very good crowd there. And then the uh, Greyhound, Gawler Greyhound Gold Cup on the Sunday back at um, the, the Greyhound track. So um, that's sort of the eight days of racing um, with, with four four events and three cup days. Yeah. And the after-race concert, will, will that be after the uh, the Friday with the Thoroughbred uh, Gawler and Barossa Jockey Club uh, Cup? Yeah, so that's on the Friday night, kicking straight off after the last. Basically, there's a... I think there's three bands lined up to play at this stage, and it's basically for um, onlookers at the race meet to sort of just kick on. I think that concludes at about 10, 10.30 on the Friday night. So, um, yeah, that'll be a, a very good event and sort of be promoted through the Gawler Carnival Cups as well as the race day itself. So um, it gives people to sort of something to hang around for and in, enjoy off the off the track as well. So um, that'll sort of just make, make for what... Uh, 
is uh, an action-packed 10 days. Yeah. You, you going to get much sleep that week? It doesn't sound like it, Aaron. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, as it gets closer, I'm, the sleep leading up to it is my concern as well. <laughs> there's plenty to, uh, <laughs> there's still plenty to do. Um, I think uh, I said on 11.97 the other day, we were talking to Lockie Stace about, I think we've got about 10 weeks work to do in five. So, um, yeah, there's still a lot to, lot to do. These ideas are great when you come up with the concept, but there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes. And we're, we're very lucky with the, the support team we've got. Uh, Sally Collins from Float Communications, she... Um, yeah, you know, she she's a big driver behind this, and you know I work as well and got the stable as well. So you need a, a good team. Um, you've got Elaine from on the that covers our admin side and really communicating with our sponsors and GCOC members, and then basically the driving forces behind the clubs of you know um, Shane Collins, Sean Narrick, my father Peter Bain. Um, obviously, it's a um, it's a it's a big team effort, and there's still a lot to go into it, as well as planning their own cup days. Yeah, and those people that want to get into the old style of uh, investment, the Calcutta, that, that'll be on the Thursday night at the Kingsford Hotel, and, and you're running a Calcutta on the Thoroughbred Cup and also the Greyhound Cup there? Yeah, so we're going to do... Uh, that, that possibly may be moved this week back to the Gorlan Brothers Jockey Club, just with COVID restrictions. So just uh, catching up with the Kingsford Hotel this week, they'll still be heavily involved, but... Um, with growing it, um, we probably see just the, the limit on numbers and probably want to take it back to, it was actually Kingsford Hotel's idea, we'll probably take that back to the Gall and Brothers Jockey Club, uh, just with you know, obviously the COVID restrictions in place and what could or couldn't be um, to sort of make sure that events a success. So that'll be the the, um, grey, the Greyhounds as well as the Thoroughbreds. So first year we're doing the Greyhounds, so it'll be something different. On the gala dinner night, we're also going to do a um, GCOC suite. So there'll be sort of tickets available for example, there might be uh, you know there might be 12 horses in the harness, so you'll have tickets H1 to 12, thoroughbred ticket um, T1 to 15, and the greyhounds G1 to 8. So we'll do a bit of an interactive uh, GCO suite, so you won't necessarily know the, the horse or, or the greyhound you're getting for the other two cups. You will for the harness, um, but it'll be a bit of a, a, a um, interactive uh, suite on the night of the gala dinner. Aaron, we've got Warrnambool Race 1 in 20 seconds, so in 20 seconds, best explain how people can get involved. Yeah, jump on, jump on the website, www.dcoc.com.au. Um, follow all the prompts through there, we, we, however you want to get involved, whether it be a membership or the gala dinner. If you can't, um, reach out to myself or those that do know me, um, and I'll certainly lead you in the right direction or email you the information you need. So my number is 0439 184802 uh, if anyone needs to get in contact with me directly about the event. Good on you, Aaron. Thanks for that. Thanks for having us on, Jim.